Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donoghue and I'm delighted to be joined in studio by the sports editor of the Anglo Celt. We're going to be looking through all GA related issues to do with Cavan. Um, we're starting off this week, I suppose, top of the list and, and head of the priority is back to the Under-21 Championship, Paul. Cavan taking on Tyrone in the quarterfinal in Keysburn Breffney Park this Wednesday evening at 8.15 I think it is. Or I think eight, it's 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, yeah. But it's, uh, I suppose it's it's going to be a difficult a difficult fixture for the simple reason that Tyrone is seven of last year's All Ireland winning team still available. Yeah, well, I spoke to Niall Lynch um, last night, and what I asked him about Tyrone's strengths that's kind of he hit at what you've just hit at them, and he said their big strength is their experience because even though they they mightn't have um, all that many, you know, they don't have twenty or anything like that, obviously back. But you'd imagine most of their panel would have been in around their extended panel last year and they would have had that experience of playing big games, preparing for big games. So whatever is thrown up tomorrow night, it's not going to come as a big surprise to these Tyrone lads. I know they've got four good forwards. They've got McClure and they've got um, Brennan, big names. In the middle of the field, they've got um, their captain, I think it's Frank Burns is the captain, and uh, the big McShane lad as well. They were both there around the middle of the field last year. So... They're going to be a strong outfit, and the odds reflect that they're they're four to seven, and Cavan are seven to four. Right, right, big, big, uh, big gap between them, I suppose. Um, Cavan having built up a, a big reputation in the under twenty ones, obviously losing last year though, unfortunately to Derry or to Donegal in the opening round of Ballybuffet. Um, you know, new management, probably not the ideal uh, preparation considering they didn't really get the opportunity to pull the panel together until well into the end of December or start of January so it's a uh, you know it's it's a short enough window when you think back to January you had your Hastings Cup constantly going week in week out there so there wasn't an opportunity to do any training work on game plans or you know set pieces anything like that that I I, I just I don't think the ideal preparation was there for this panel yeah, well, I, my suspicion would be the same, but we can't judge them until tomorrow night. Um, and I definitely wouldn't like to second guess Niall Lynch and, and Mickey Hannon because two fellas who absolutely know what they're doing. Without a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt. But um, what I will say is, I, I would imagine next year, regardless of how this year's championship goes, and we all hope, wish them well, I'd say next year they might start a little bit earlier or they'll have their panel in place a little bit earlier because, as you say, from the start of January, you're straight into the Hastings Cup. And they they use that competition to get their panel together, which left them six weeks to prepare with the with their final panel for championship. Whereas you'd imagine they'd rather have the panel together and use the the Hastings Cup to prepare that that panel. So yeah, what they exactly. did was they sifted through, and it took them a long time to cut it down. And you can you can see why you know they're a new management team and they didn't want to leave any stone unturned. But Niall Lynch, his exact quote was, he said, "We've done everything humanly possible over the last six weeks to prepare this team." He's very upbeat about it, very bullish. He said that it's a great opportunity for his lads. The perfect opportunity, in fact, was the phrase he used. He talked about Tyrone and he talked about about Cavan. They're not going to name the team until Wednesday night. Now, he did say one thing, and I didn't 
stray off the topic by asking about it, but maybe we could look at it. He said they haven't trained on Breffney Park. They haven't had a chance to have a run out in Breffney Park. When Tyrone come down and get out in the field tomorrow night, they'll have as much experience of our home pitch this year as we have had, which is probably a sad enough state of affairs. Probably is, all right. I know that they did play one challenge match on it against um, Brogan's club in Dublin. Plunkett's, is it? Plunkett's, OK. Well, he they played them once on a Sunday morning. But to be honest, the county seniors were after training on it before that and the pitch was in it was in dire straits to be honest it wasn't in good nick at all so it, it it's something I, I'd, I'd have to say looking at it as I was up in Tyrone for the Dalton Cup quarter final at their um, centre of excellence in Gervahi and I've had the the privilege of being in Monaghan's lately as well they have lots of training pitches where all their development squads, their county teams, can train and they don't have to go around looking. Cavan have no actual training field. They don't have a, a proper grass, full-size pitch that they can go and train on. And that's something that has to be looked at in the long term. I know finances don't probably um, give the opportunity to do it at the minute, but it's something Cavan really need to do. We're behind in, in our in our. I suppose structures or not in our structures in our um, infrastructure more than anything well yeah first of all I think that the Cavan County Board are doing an awful lot right I think we have to acknowledge that but the the administration that was there at the time to put in the 3G pitch for solar pop I think we can see that, see that now in hindsight we were told at the time that this pitch was worth a million quid they got a grant of hundreds of thousands from Crow Park from the Crow Park money from the opening of Crow Park money and every county got it for capital projects like that, and I think they got some crazy hundreds of thousands towards it. And Cavan had to put about a hundred grand towards that, but that pitch was worth almost a million euro at the time to put in. And we were told that this pitch is the next best thing to grass. That this will be basically like like a top class grass surface that you can play on all year round. And it's not fit for purpose. It's not. It's it's fit for purpose, but it's not that. It's absolutely not that. And you know your your county team can play on it. They're going to get injuries. That's what the teams are afraid of. I've never played on it, but um, you've probably played on it, Damien. Yeah, and to be honest, I wouldn't. A lot of people don't like it. No, I, w- I wouldn't. The three times that I have played on it, I I done ankles and knees, you know. So I, I just I don't like it personally. Having said that, it as you say, it serves a purpose. The under twenty one championship and the um, your your end of season league semi finals and well, finals Jesus, and that sort of stuff. It but does. We do, we we'd be lost. Like the, I cover six finals in a weekend on that pitch um, in December. In December. Probably. Which was Division One B finals, reserve junior C, all this sort of. I can't remember. There were all reserve finals, I think. Yeah. Uh, but and division, and under twenty one games, I think that weekend. But you, you'd wonder where would we be without it? Mm. Considering our, our our championships are still running into the following year, they're not even running the twelve months. There was games ran right into yeah from two thousand fifteen round to two thousand sixteen. If they didn't have that pitch, we'd still be finishing off last year's games. And actually, the funny thing is, and I know Cavan were probably ahead of the curve putting in a 3G surface there wasn't too many counties that put it in in the end but it's like um, it's like Steve Jobs I think was was famous for saying you don't have to be the first to do something you have to be the best and I think I, I seen up in Garvahi the surface that they have in that's 3G or they're calling it 4G or I, I don't know what they're calling it but it's something similar to what Crush Law have as a training area and it's synthetic it's playable all year round but it feels a lot more like grass it, and the 
the plastic grass stays up on it. But it's something that definitely Cavan are at a disadvantage with that 3G. But that's that's where we're at, and, that's and we're they need to look. They need to look at, at figuring out can they buy land, can they put in training pitches somewhere close to Breffney Park, or do they need to go out into the countryside and pick up a good area of land for as little as possible and develop it? Well, before we go back to the topic, because we're on another tangent yeah. as we do, Damien, but. Um, there's, the, the reason that you're talking about buying land the reason that Cavan County Ward couldn't snap up land when it was going che- relatively cheaply over the last few years was because they've got that massive anchor around their neck which is which is Kingsman Breffney Park which is actually costing them let me get this right it's costing about 800 euros a day every day Cavan County Ward go to sleep at night they wake up in the morning they owe another 400 euros it's 262,000 euros a year they're paying on Breffney Park and that's a drain on the clubs it's a drain on the board it's a massive millstone around their neck now they need to spend another fortune on the pitch they got a grant of 130 odd thousand towards that but um, it wasn't it wasn't probably wasn't prudent at the time to spend so much money on that stadium now I, I'm not an engineer or an architect but it could have been a thing that this they spent whatever it was 1.5 million we'll say on that on that ground it might have been a thing that you know, 1.3 would have built you a 15,000-seater stadium, and they need, you know, they may as well have went that bit further when they were at it. But yeah. I don't, know, I don't know about that. But um, it does sound, it did sound like an awful lot of money for a stadium that is way too big, way yeah. too big, and it's it's not conducive to club championship games, not conducive to anything. And you can't take club championship games out of it because speaking to Martin Cahill, the treasurer, around the time of convention, it's reducing the the, the gates. It's it's producing gates. People will go to a double header in Breffney because you have a shop there. You've got comfortable seats. It's a comfortable cover place. stand. Cover stand. It is yeah. a comfortable place to watch a game. It's like a great place to go and watch a game. But like you say, it's it is uh, it's too big for the purpose that it was that it was designed for. But as you say, we we got away from what we were talking about. <laughs> we did badly. Very very badly. So uh, what we actually or I caught up with Niall Lynch um, earlier on in the week, and I put it to Niall that getting to her own in the opening round was it was as tough a task as there possibly was. No, uh, it's, a, it's a big, big test, uh, but it's also uh, the game that you, that you would want to be involved in. Um, like You would want to play uh, the best team, and uh, we certainly have that ahead of us on Wednesday night. Yeah, look, looking at it, um, from Tyrone, obviously they, they won the All-Ireland, beating Roscommon in the final last year. Have they many of that team still available? We would anticipate somewhere between five and seven of that team. Like, there's no starting teams released, uh, but we'd anticipate somewhere between five and seven of those players are available to them. Now, I don't know who'll be in their starting lineup wasn't tonight. So it's a lot of experience there. They, they've they've gone through the campaign of of winning. I suppose it's probably five to six games last year. So there is a lot of experience in in the Tyrone outfit. Otherwise, and I, as far as I'm aware, from a couple of games we saw them involved in, they're, they're carrying a panel of around about 36 players. So you'll probably find that the bulk of their team this year were involved in some way in their panel last year. And um, so that's a big advantage. It is indeed. Looking at your own uh, setup, have you any injury concerns going into the game? No, no, a clean bill of health going into the match. Looking forward to it. So it's uh, the, the Hastings Cup went r- relatively well, got all the way to the final. Unfortunately, just didn't lift the silverware, but it served a good purpose in preparation. Ah, did. We're very disappointed not to win the finals. When you win the final, the finals are there for winning. Um, so we would have liked to have won the final, but uh, we got looking at all of our players throughout the campaign, and we got whittling our panel down. 
And I have to say, you know, I haven't really had the opportunity to say it before, but every single person that was asked into the panel gave it everything they had and, and were trying to do their best for Cavan football. And we ended up with a very strong panel by the time the competition was finished. Yeah, I suppose you were obviously involved with the county senior team a number of years back with, with Tommy Carr, but um, in the last few years there has been a revival. Everybody wants to put on that Cavan jersey now. And they do, they absolutely do. Um, you know, we we didn't have any issue with regard to uh, commitment, uh, even when we had an extended panel, and we had a very extended panel to begin with, but everybody who we contacted uh, was uh, delighted to be asked and, and came in and gave it absolutely everything. And in fact, the biggest problem was, was whittling down to a, um, a number which is manageable. And what I mean by that, a number of people who you can actually coach because... Uh, when you're dealing with such big numbers, it was very difficult to coach, and really we were only playing matches. Yeah, I suppose it's it, it's a completely different scenario from a club setup where they're looking to increase numbers all the time, and and you find yourself in the reverse trying to decrease. We did, we did, and you know it was difficult for a new management team. Uh, you know, uh, with, when when we're beginning next year, we'll be we'll be starting from a very different uh, space than where we started this year. Uh, we like to run, have a panel of 36 players, and quite a number of those 36 uh, will be will expect to be playing next year. Um, you know, so we we've put all our preparation into this one game, but we have a half an eye uh, towards the following year. Uh, to be honest, which would only make sense that you, the fact of of keeping 36 on your panel allows you to get people into a system for next year. Yeah, and I suppose it, like it, it was a completely new setup, and it was a slightly late appointment of yourself and, and your management team. So, and with the way the Under Twenty One Championship in Cavan ran, you didn't really get a hold of the panel until after Christmas. Uh, no, realistically, our first field session took place um, at the beginning of January. Brian. But look, at, I'm not here to make any excuses. Uh, we have put every ounce of energy that we have into the group and the players have reciprocated and they've taken everything on board and we're in a very good place heading into the game on Wednesday night. Looking at the game Wednesday night and, and, and your, your time so far, a lot of Cavan supporters have been uh, calling for the under-21s and attacking brand of football. What, what can Cavan supporters expect on Wednesday night? Um, they can expect an attack and brand of football. Uh, you can't you, you can't win matches unless you go on the attack. And I think to be fair to the Cavan senior team, they've taken a lot of criticism uh, over a couple of years about the style of play. But I'd imagine with the last two weekends in mind, in fact the last three with the scoreline against me as well, you know, uh, people have to be happy with the way that the Cavan seniors are playing football, and we'd be hoping to to mirror some of that on Wednesday night. Yeah, looking at it, where where do you think the game is going to be won and lost, Niall? Well, sure. Look, it'll be it'll be won on the scoreboard, uh, Damien. Uh, we would be uh, we would be trying to limit Tyrone in terms of the amount of scores that they get. Uh, you know, Lee Brennan in particular there is a, is a starting forward on on the senior team, and Cahill McShane also pops up for a few scores from midfield and has had some senior action this year. So, uh, we'd be trying to limit to own to as few scores as, as possible and obviously ourselves to, to get on the right end of score so that was Cavan under 21 manager Niall Lynch talking to me earlier in the week we're going to take a very quick commercial break but we'll be looking properly looking forward to the drone game after this very short commercial break 
you need insurance for your business? Why not contact the experts at BBI Ireland and join the winning team situated at Town Hall Street, Cavan. For all your property, farm and business needs, make BBI Ireland your first choice. Log on to bbiireland.ie or contact Anthony Ford or Desi Smith in Cavan on 049 433 Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems, and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. So welcome back to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Um, wrapping up on the on the 21s, Paul, Tyrone against Cavan, your money is going where? I have a sneaking suspicion we could see extra extra time in this one. I think the bookies are looking at it. They're saying Tyrone, the old order has has restored itself at under-21 football and Tyrone are going to come down and, and crush Cavan again. I don't see that happening. Um, if you look at there's something just that, that's not convincing about Cavan this year and I think it's the fact that they had such a big panel and it took them so long to, to sift through their panel that something didn't just doesn't sit right because if you compare the results to other years in the Hastings Cup it's not bad they got to the final ok they took a bad defeat in the final they threw away that game they were in total control of that game they did the same against Longford but one thing about this team you know, all you can base your base your form on uh, when looking at under 21 teams is the form as minors th- three years ago last year's form and the players that have come through since and their pre-season form in these Shamrock Cup and Hastings Cup and one one trend that stands out is there's great heart in this team. They played as minors three years ago. They beat Armagh by a point. They beat Fermanagh by a point. And they were way down against Monaghan, who eventually won Ulster, and came back and were finishing like steam train. And, and if there was another five minutes in that game, they'd have won it. Yeah. So we know they have heart. They beat um, Longford by a point in the gutsy circumstances. We were at that game there in Newton Forbes. And same thing, um, was it against against Roscommon? I think they were down and came back and won it as well this year in the Hastings Cup. So... There are plenty of guts about them as well. You see, you have to give them that. You know they're going to be well prepared with with the fellas that are over them as well. So the rumor has it they've got a few injuries, but the management are remaining sort of tight-lipped about who the who the injured players are. We know Keeping Riley is the one that Niall Lynch named to me, but that was all he was willing to say. Otherwise, he did say to me that that they had a full deck to choose from, but I don't think they have. Or some of them are going to have late fitness tests, which could be a reason why they're not naming the team until tomorrow evening. Anyway, you asked me to, to to call it about an hour ago. I <laughs> I'm gonna stick my neck in the line and say Cavan by a point. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm. I yeah. I I I don't think that Toronto are going to run away with this. Like it, it. This is the first time in five years that Cavan have gone into first round of Ulster as underdogs at under twenty one level, and albeit that maybe in in Tyrone their confidence has come back up. You don't shake that sort of confidence in Cavan. You know too easily so Cavan aren't going to go in fear in Tyrone even though they're all Ireland champions we know that we've got pedigree we know that we've got quality it's just have have we enough of it and have the lads had enough opportunity and time to get the preparation to the level that they'd have been happy with now Niall Lynch said in that interview he's making no excuses they're, you know they're, they've put everything into it and they feel they're well prepared so I, I would imagine 
Niall Lynch isn't the type of person that's going to come out and say that if he didn't believe that they're well prepared. And my trust would be in Niall Lynch and in, and in Michael Hannon and all of the, the management team that is in there, Ronan Carlin, that if they say this Cavan team is good enough to beat Tyrone, I actually, I'd, I'd back them on it. Um, they've, they've seen a good bit of Tyrone as well, so they know their strengths and weaknesses. And I, I can see Cavan actually coming through this. I, I don't know if all in Tyrone, this breed are as good as the breed of Mickey Hart's on the 21. I think he was there for five years. I don't know if the underage coming through have that same steel and determination in them. It, it was almost like, I think, a four or five years ago they won the minor and were expected to win the under-21s at ease and they had gone back light years because the rest on the laurels. And I just, I have a feeling that Tyrone might have suffered a fate like that again, but time will tell tomorrow. Night. There's, there's a bit of... Um a row with Peter Donnelly too, isn't there up there as well? I know he was. It's rumored, but then Peter was uh, on on the sideline for Tyrone Seniors at the weekend, so I don't know exactly. It was rumored that he was gone, that he'd handed in his resignation, but maybe he had to serve out some time. You know, it it, it was written in the Irish News the week before last, or sorry, last week. That sorry, it was actually the week before last. Yeah, that that he was that he had handed in his resignation. So even rumors like that can't help. No, no, they, they can't. And there's going to be a big crowd there, a, a real big crowd. I think the under-21 games, under-lights, have been good to Cavan over the last few years, and hopefully they can keep it going. The last thing I was going to say on that was, um, speaking of the odds, I, I'm a keen better on GA matches, and not a very good one, but one thing I have noticed is the bookies get it wrong an awful lot in minor and under-21 football. And I can think of loads of examples. Back in 2010, Cavan played... Down in the first round of the under twenty one, which was the start of that great Cavan run, and Cavan were nine to four at home to beat down that night, and they won it by about sixteen or seventeen points. That same year in the Ulster final against Donegal, Cavan went in as, as eight to fifteen favourites and were, were well beaten by Donegal. They get it wrong an awful lot. The last few years, I've made some money back in Cavan under twenty ones the last few years because the bookies just they don't seem to have enough to go on in under twenty one. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be put off by those odds. Four to seven Tyrone, I definitely wouldn't back it. Yeah, definitely, I, I agree with you on that. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, Check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details.